Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of That's What I Said. This episode isn't gonna be uh, like the previous ones where I just take up a random topic and just do banter. But I'm gonna be talking about the EIA in this uh, episode. It's the Environmental Impact Assessment, which was introduced as a draft recently. I'm gonna be talking about why this draft needs a revaluation, why um, and what students are doing in order to show resistance. So hope you guys like it. Recently, everyone's attention has been drawn to the whole COVID situation and the Sushant Singh Rajput investigation probe, but the bigger picture is actually ignored. Not that these issues aren't important, they are important, but on different magnitudes. Uh, but the fact that the, a bigger wave is likely to hit us and we're being kind of ignored is a little bit worrying. So I'm going to be talking about why the this issue needs our immediate attention, why the environmental impact assessment um, needs a revaluation and what the students are doing in order to show resistance and whose interest this act secures. So let's go into the facts of this act. So the environmental impact assessment is a process under the Environment Act 1986, which prevents industrial and infrastructural projects from being approved without proper oversight. So this process ensures that every single project, be it an infrastructural project or a thermal project or a nuclear, pro nuclear project, to go through the EIA process for obtaining prior environmental clearance. All these projects are assessed based on their potential impact on the environment and based on the assessments, they are either denied or granted environmental clearance by a panel of experts. The entire objective of the draft is to be environmental friendly, but it is instead pro-industry and anti-people. So this notification would cause a prodigal shift in the way clearances are obtained in this country. Here are some reasons why. So the new EIA draft allows post facto clearance. This means that if even if a project has come come up without any environment safeguards or without getting any environment clearances, it could carry out functioning under the new provision of the draft. So this is disastrous because there are several projects that are running without EIA clearances. An example is the LG polymer plant in Vishakhapatnam where the Steran gas leak happened on May 7th. It was revealed that apparently the plant had been running for over two decades without clearances. Two decades, guys, without clearances. Another similar incident was reported on May 27th, where because of poor adherence of environment norms, natural gas of Oil India Limited in eastern Assam's district, uh, Tinsukya, had, had a blowout and caught a huge fire. This caused severe damage to not only the livelihoods, but also the region which is rich with biodiversity. So the state pollution board had reported that the oil plant had been operating for over 15 years without obtaining prior consent from the board. So this factor of post facto clearance simply does not adhere to help in preventing such events happening in the future, but will also lead to more such situations happening in the future. So this is just one reason why the EIA needs a re-evaluation. Another reason why the draft needs to be re-evaluated is because the it excludes reporting of reporting by public of violations and non-compliance. Instead, the government will take reports only from the violator promoter, government authority, appraisal community, or regulatory authority. This simply means that the public does not have a say in the uh, in trying to object against the projects which are taking place. 
the only a government authority or a government uh, uh, official can object against the project which is being planned so this simply violates the article 21 of our indian constitution which is the right to be part of a of the democratic decision making process this does not only take away a major constitutional right from the citizens but it also takes away the voice of affected communities by exempting pro- projects like irrigation widening of national highways roadways uh, building constructions and so on from public participation it also reduces the time allotted to public participation to expedite the process another major part of the previous eia notification was that industries were required to submit compliance reports twice a year which is now in this eia 2020 is has been reduced to once a year this proves that this is a pro industry clause and reduces to check on industries and their impact on the environment and it is a pure dilution of the monitoring system and the principle of the post facto clearance in the eia 2020 is against the fundamental structure of environmental law and also derogates from an order of the national green tribunal so these are just some key features as to why the draft needs a revaluation and why the environmental impact assessment needs to be reviewed again so now let's move on to how the citizens have been protesting actively against the draft and what pr- proposed changes they want in under the next public review There's a very famous saying which says where there's oppression there's resistance. I think this quote perfectly defines the pro- students protests over the EIA. On 25th June, a comprehensive letter was sent to the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change with over signatures of 60 unions from all around India from states like Delhi, Karnataka, Maharashtra who stood in solidarity to condemn the passing of the EIA notification 2020. More than 15 law colleges and over 1600 students across India have sent a letter to the Ministry of Environment seeking the withdrawal of the draft and this 22 page letter drafted by the legal aid clinic of Jindal Global Law School said and I quote we certainly have a lot to learn from other jurisdictions on a comparative analysis of EIA regulations in India with other countries of the European Union and USA it can be observed that the process in india deliberately limits the involvement of public and government agencies in the initial stages and has no provision to account for landscape and visual impacts of a project the students suggested that the environmental policy should follow the principle of uh, principle 10 of the rio declaration the, which is the right to freely access information on environmental quality and problems and the right to participate meaningfully in decision making and the right to seek enforcement of environmental laws or compensation for harm On 25th June the students coordinated by Yugma a web collaboration group sent a mail to the MOEF FCC which is the Ministry of Environment with their concerns regarding the EIA 2020 after not receiving a reply they sent another letter to the prime minister's office on 28th June more than 75 youth groups from Tamil Nadu alone and 1900 children and youth below the age of 30 have signed a letter which calls for the withdrawal of the draft The letter was addressed to the Union Minister Prakash Javdekar and the letter calls the draft short-sighted and also adds that any economy that is based on a premise that nature is expandable is doomed to self-destruct. The letter put together under Ch- Chennai Climate Action Group has been sa- signed by several groups like the Campus Front of India, Dr. Ambedkar Law University, Eco Society of India, Makkal Nidhi Mayam Youth Wing, SRM Institute Students Wing, VIT College Students Wing among several others. The letter urges the Union Government Minister to abandon the draft as they view it as a series of action taken by the ministry to dilute the environmental laws in the name of ease of doing business i want to conclude by saying that eventually maybe not in the near future but eventually there will be a vaccine which will come out and the whole covid situation will be eliminated but if this draft is passed then you would have to live our futures in a very 
uncertain way and we all have only till august 11th in order to help this, help to get this bill under review so act upon it create awareness by sharing anything that talks about the eia revaluation sign petitions share on social media do more research about the topic talk about it to your friends family create more awareness before it's too late so that guys on that note thanks so much for listening we have come to the end of this episode so i hope you guys liked it if you did uh, do share it with your friends um do share it with your family i think everyone can listen to it and yes keep your feedback coming in i have gotten some great feedback and good and bad not bad constructive criticism as well so yes do keep your feedback coming in it's really going to help me grow and yes in the oncoming few days i was thinking i should get better at my content definitely it's it's always been like that so i was thinking if um i could be- get better with my content by uh, taking in more questions and opinions from you guys from the audience and i feel like again let me address the fact that i'm not such a huge podcast star that i have a million listeners or something i have like around 600 maybe um so yes you, i think this is a better way to help me uh, bring out better content because more than me sitting and you know thinking about coming up with a topic to talk about I feel like if you guys have you guys would have more interesting theories or stories or questions or opinions thoughts anything to if you want that if you want me to address that in the podcast do message it to me i will be making my account public in a few days i haven't yet uh, because um, because there's this whole privacy scare that's going on and i'm yes so if you have any other questions thoughts opinions anything that you want me to address it in the in, address in the podcast do dm it to me on my instagram or anywhere actually it's only my instagram so yes i look forward to answering those in the upcoming few episodes until then stay home stay safe stay healthy keep smiling and till i see you with another episode this is me signing off so cheers